Welcome to Doula Club, a podcast for doulas by a doula. I'm your host, Bonnie Silva. Enjoy the ride. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome to Doula Club. This is the first episode of the year. Well, of at least 2019. Um, I did a little birthday vacation, which was amazing. It was a really amazing thing to just be able to get away from New York, kind of like just chill and not think about anything. But of course, as a freelancer, I was still like kind of communicating with a couple of clients here and there. I was kind of communicating with a couple of doulas here and there, especially for being a backup and whatnot. But um, in this particular episode today, I really wanted to talk about uh, how a lot of people, especially even some doulas, perceive this job in this career as a hobby. I can tell you right now, this is not a hobby. It is not a hobby for me to look at children be born. It is not a hobby for me to hold space for new parents. This is my job. This is a career like any other career. And this is something that I make my money off. This is also a business for me. You know, um, I think that because it involves so much energy, it involves so much, a lot of mental uh, energy and physical you know, sometimes we perceive as a job as like doctors and lawyers and those really high, those, those types of jobs that require diplomas. And we sometimes don't look and value our own jobs as doulas to that standard. And I guess it's because we were almost raised to believe that those are the types of jobs that we should have. And when we come upon this job and this career and this kind of gift, and we really find that it is profound, we sometimes forget to value ourselves to that high level. So I just want to remind everybody that this is not a hobby. This is a career. It's funny. I was um, talking to my friend Tia, who is such a an amazing, amazing doula. If you guys want to follow her, her, um, her Instagram is at, at me to doula. Um, she is an amazing, amazing doula. She's actually going to be my first guest of the year next week. So check in for that. But again, I was talking to Tia about this in regards to how our jobs are perceived as like a hobby and you know, how sometimes even the clients ask us questions like, Oh, so, you know, so what do you do outside of this or, which is fine. And that's a valid question, but they sometimes ask questions and right now I'm having a total brain fart, but like, they'll ask us questions that almost perceives that like, Oh, this is, must be a hobby for you. So what do you do outside of this? Or they're very apologetic about it. And they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry that you're here. As if like, we're not used to this. Like I've done enough births where, you know, believe it or not, I've put sheets on the floor and I've slept on the floor next to my clients because that's how much I want to be there. Like I, this is what I want to do. I want to be here to support you and your partner or you by yourself. I've supported a couple of parents just themselves. Um, and you act as almost like a partner as well in regards to their care and how are you doing and all of the things doula, but like you almost like look at them a little bit more because they don't have a partner there. You know, so it's just you and the, and the the birthing partner. So that being said, you know, 
that's why I sometimes have to educate my clients. I have to educate even uh, family members. I have to educate friends. Like this is not a, a hobby. Like uh, it's not a hobby to see people bleed out. It is not a hobby to see somebody in pain. It is not a hobby to see uh, children's children be born in like terrible circumstances, you know? So, you know, I, I really encourage doulas, newborn care specialists, babysitters, educate your clients. You know, if you are a professional babysitter, educate your clients that, you know, this is what you do for a living. Uh, put yourself on high standards. This is the thing. I think it's because we don't put ourselves in high standards. So we end up thinking very little of ourselves or we don't value our work as much as like we would a doctor or a midwife. Why is that? You know, I used to do that. I used to not value myself enough. I, I used to not charge enough. Um, and I think that it w I, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for women and in, in birthing people in general. Uh, I used to feel guilty. <laughs> I used to feel guilty charging people my worth for the work I do. Right. And I think it takes a few, uh, times by walking into doors. It's like, it, it, it took a few times for me to really be like, fuck, why didn't I charge my worth? It took a few times for me to be like, you know what? Like, Nobody has my back. Nobody's going to pay my bills. Nobody is going to pat my back and be like, good job, doula. That's me. So I started to stop doing that. Right. And, and I, and I talk to a few doulas sometimes and they undercharge themselves or they're charging so little because they're so inexperienced and they feel bad charging. And I'm like, then charge at least $500 if you are a new doula, you know? Um, if you are working with a low-income family, then that's a different story. But if you are a new doula and you're working with people that are able to pay you and you just are like, well, I technically don't have the experience, so I don't feel comfortable charging X amount of money, then charge $500. And because think about it, you have to do at least two prenatals, you know, and then you're, you're going to be at the birth, which could be, hey, you could get a seven hour birth or you could get a 24 hour birth. You do not know. And then, you know, and then you're going to do at least one postpartum visit. Uh, but then are you... Uh, uh, putting in accounts, the, the food that you're going to be eating, the taxi, the transportation, all of that, you have to really kind of start calculating. And that's what I do with my business, right? So I kind of calculate my two prenatal visits, the, an estimate of the time of the birth, and then the two postpartum visits, right? A lot of time I, so that's what I do. I do two prenatals, the length of the birth, and then two postpartum visits. Not everybody wants two postpartum visits. Sometimes, sometimes they just want one. And that's fine. That's their choice. But, you know, I, I really urge new doulas to value yourselves. You know, you found a gift. This gift is super valuable. 90% of my clients have been so grateful for me being there. You know what I mean? So it, value yourself because in the end, this isn't a hobby. This isn't for shits and giggles. We're not doing a joyride. This is, we're supporting new parents in their new parenthood journey. And that has to be valid. And that has to be valuable. 
And I want you to really, really think about when you're putting your price package, value yourself as a doula. And if you're a new doula, no, you shouldn't be pricing yourself as a doula that's attended 100 births. But you have to understand that this is not a joke. This is a real career. It's funny because, like, you know, people value trade jobs, right? So uh, blue collars, like, uh, that do trade jobs, like plumbers, electricians, uh, and so on and so forth. Those are so valued, right? Because they need, they are so needed. Well, doulas are really undervalued because people often think, oh, it's a privilege to have a doula. That is not a thing. You know, if, if you do have the income and you are paying a doula, then absolutely pay that doula, pay that doula the worth that she is worth. Um, if you are a low income family and you need somebody to support you and guide you towards the medical system, then there are doulas that are, do volunteer work as well, like myself, and especially like Tia, who's going to be on next week. You know, we, we do private, which, you know, our clients pay our price packages, and then we do volunteer or low-income births for folks that need the support but they can't pay our price packages. That is also a thing, you know? Uh, doctors do the same thing. Doctors across borders, you know, like they will work the private practices and then they'll take vacation, not vacations, but like they'll take time off and, and go and do volunteer work. It's the same thing, all right? So I'm going to end this segment saying that you are valid. Your money is worth your worth. And you should not feel ashamed to charge people money for the job that you are doing because you are doing an amazing job. The experience and the knowledge that you have, they don't have. Birthing people, that birthing partners don't have that experience and knowledge, which is why they're hiring you. So think about that before you start lowering your price just because you feel bad or you feel like so happy that they hired you. They hired you for a reason, all right? Um, yeah, so that's it. Okay, so next week, Tia Dowling is going to be on. Follow her at MeTooDoula on Instagram. Um, she's also part of Carriage House as well, as am I. I want to say that if you have any questions, if you want me to answer questions, I'm going to be doing an episode with just questions, so Email me your questions at realdoulaclub at gmail.com. I will answer any questions you have, uh, any, any inputs, whatever you want, any episode ideas, any things that, anything that you want to me to respond really. So email me at realdoulaclub at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah. I hope you all have an amazing day. I bid you adieu, and I will see you next week. Bye.